This past Friday, I was in Chicago to attend a, an anniversary mass, a mass to honor the memory of a, one of the more prolific Catholic women in the past century. This woman's name is Chiara Lubick, and she died on March 14th of 2008. And so every year, people who follow her movement of spirituality, because Chiara founded a movement called Focolari and promoted a spirituality which has drawn many people to follow. So every year around the anniversary of her death, people in different locations gather to honor her memory. At the present moment, Chiara Lubick has a cause for canonization, the process towards beatification right now. And she wrote a lot, and part of that process is that in Rome, they'll go through all her writings. But for me, as I've gone through her writings myself, and to use them in my own prayer life, I found them to be very fruitful and beneficial. And there's one book that I was just going through in the past month called Here and Now, Meditations on Living in the Present Moment. And I think it's because I was going through this book that I'm able to look at our readings this Sunday through the lens of the main principle that Kiara proposes. Because all throughout this book, she keeps saying that, that we must surrender the past to God. We must not look forward to the future because we're not promised it, but to simply live in the present moment. So to give the past which cannot change to the mercy of God and to live in the present moment. It's all there in our readings this weekend. In our first reading today from the book of the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah writes, Remember not the events of the past, the things of long ago consider not. See, I am doing something new. I think it gets to the heart of that. Remember not the things of the past, God is doing something new right now to forget whatever it is and just to focus on what the Lord's doing. Now, of course, the prophet is making a prophecy about what's to come, which is fulfilled in Jesus as he makes all things new. So the old has passed away and Jesus comes and restores everything to its proper order. So that's what the prophet is getting at. Now, in our second reading today from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians, Paul writes this. Forgetting what lies behind, but straining forward to what lies ahead, I continue my pursuit towards the goal, the prize of God's upward calling. So Paul, what he does, I think, is he develops this idea of giving the past to God and living in the present moment. Because he says, I'm forgetting right now and focusing on the eternal prize. Now, you might think that I just said, forget about the future, because we don't know what's going to happen. We're not promised it. Things can change. And so maybe it seems like Paul would be contradicting this principle. But I don't think he is. Because he goes on to say that everything we do must be about the prize, the goal of our upward calling. And what's the goal of the Christian life? It's heaven. It's unity with God forever in eternal life. And so in the present moment, if we're forgetting the past, and if we're looking towards the future of our goal of heaven, then what we do here and now in this very moment is we choose to love, we choose to forgive, we choose to serve God and our neighbor.
because it's all about our goal of the end, of heaven. What does this principle look like of giving the past to God and living in the present moment? A lot of people, they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, Father, I, you know, I haven't put God first in my life. And so they'll dwell on the fact that they haven't put God first in their life. And so they, they want me to help them to prioritize and to, to come up with some sort of plan so God will be number one. But what I always begin to tell them is that we must not dwell on the fact that God hasn't been first in our life. That right now, we can put God first. Because if we keep dwelling on the past, we get stuck there and we're unable to move forward. So someone might come to church, they might come and they pray here sometime during the week or whenever it might be. And they're here and they keep dwelling on the past instead of giving God the present moment to listen to what God wants to do right now and so to give the past to the mercy of God. Secondly, people say, you know, I've done things in my past life and it really makes me unworthy of what God's, God wants to do, of God's love. Again, that's really dwelling on the past and allowing that to control us rather than to experience the freedom that God, that Jesus has won for us by his death on the cross. And so to give our past, whatever it is, to the Lord and then to simply live in the present moment attentive to what God wants to do right now. Just one more example, the third example. So lots of people sometimes say, you know, I'm not the best husband or the best wife that I could be. I'm not the best mother or father, the best son or daughter. And so they keep dwelling on that, that I haven't done everything that I should for my parents. Or maybe there's regret because their parents are gone now and I should have done more. But to give that to the Lord in the past and to try to love and to live right now as the best husband and wife, mother and father, son and daughter that we can be. Because if we keep dwelling on, I haven't done this, that's going to prevent us from picking up the phone and calling those that we love so much. In our gospel today with the woman caught in adultery, I think she, pers she personifies really this principle of letting go of the past, giving it to God, and living and choosing to live for God right now. Because as she's brought before Jesus, Jesus sends away those who have brought her. And, she says, and he says to her, where are they? Has no one condemned you? Neither do I. Go and sin no more. So for this woman, she experiences God's mercy in that moment, and she could have simply kept dwelling on it, that as she left, she could keep thinking about all these things that she's done, all the people she's been with, but she doesn't, because God has set her free. Jesus has forgiven her and given her a commandment, go and sin no more. From now on, sin no more. What's that mean? means that in that moment she's choosing to love. She's choosing to receive that forgiveness and then to forgive other people. She's choosing to serve God and to serve her neighbor. To forget what has happened in the past and to give it to the mercy of God and then to live in the present moment. When I read those words of Kiara Lubick over the past month, it was very liberating, thinking about my own 
past actions and things I've done and things I've failed to do. But this is what Jesus has come to do during our Lenten season. He's going to die on the cross for us because he wants to redeem us. He wants to liberate us, to set us free from the past, to create us anew so that we can serve him all the days of our life. Just as he said to that woman, go and sin no more, you're going to be sent out after this Mass to go and announce the Gospel of the Lord, to glorify God with your life. So you'll go forward, and hopefully you'll choose to love. You'll choose to forgive. You'll choose to serve God and your neighbor in the present moment. Then you'll go and sin no more because you desire that prize of heaven.